Oh man, welcome back. Welcome back for more Hollow Earth Adventures. It's it's like you it's like you didn't even leave. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna put this out in a in a week, a week from the last episode, or a few days, or a few hours. It could be any time that we're putting putting this thing out there. Yeah, we're, we're wild cannons. You you don't know what we're gonna do. <laughs> we're wild cannons and loose stallions. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, how did you know that was the name of my acoustic guitar band, Loose Stallions? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Napster, back in the day. Yeah. So, so thank you for, for coming back. Yes. And, and wanting to tackle um, all these heads that have popped up that, that we have cut off of that, this Hydra. Yeah, and just to remind you, I'm Dave Stecco. And I'm David Flora. And, and uh, yeah, we this is Blurry Photos and part two of our Hollow Earth episode our expose our in-depth hard-hitting expose we yeah I, I had enough with of the uh, the thunder sound and we're, we're yeah. doing all our foley now uh, live yeah. now we beatbox <laughs> um here here's a here's a hard-hitting expose sound anyway <laughs> Oh God! That sounded like Cobra Commander screaming a little bit. You know what? It sure did. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I I don't know these sounds before I put them in. That's that's what's going on. And then and <laughs> now I have to match them so that I don't have to edit out a bunch of crap. That new favorite game. So so that's that's going to happen. But anyway, so. Getting back to yeah. Hollow Earth. Yeah, let's let's get back into uh, part two of the Hollow Earth. When you go into the holes at the opening of the, of the inner Earth, your magnets, your compasses, all that stuff, your equipment is just supposed to go haywire. And then if you keep going, you're going to end up seeing the dinosaurs and the plants and the, the rivers and, and the crystal cities. And the giants. The giants. There are giants there that are real nice. Telepathic. I mean, this is all stuff that was going to come out, but I'm so flustered by these findings of <laughs> science. <laughs> yeah, science has no place in a discussion of the Hollow Earth. I, but, all right. Well, let's get to Nazis then. Let's yeah, just move well, on to yeah. The Nazis. And there was there were there were some guys, some some Norsemen, some uh, some some Norwegian some gentlemen, Olofsen, some Thorsons. who decided to to take a, a, a summer trip together. They decided this to to bring it back into people finding it. Mm-hmm. Um, they loaded up a month's worth of supplies in a boat and decided, hey, let's see how far north we can get in a boat because that's Norwegian fun. And lo and behold. They saw a mountain in the distance, and this is something you do hear repeatedly. There's this this viewing of a mountain that is not recognized. Sure, people go to it like almost like a beacon, and these guys ended up taking a boat into the hollow earth. Yeah, didn't where, realize it. Right, didn't obviously. realize it. Real, and then the ocean kind of narrowed into a river of sorts. Yeah, and then they met giants who fed them grapes the size of apples or peaches, peaches and stuff. Yeah, the giants were like twelve feet tall. And very nice. Very, very sweet, very kind. They spent no. a year amongst the giants, learning their ways. <laughs> very advanced scientifically and yeah. in, in, in every way. They had they had their flying crafts, mm-hmm. monorail type things, better energy than electricity. <laughs> I mean, you know, utopia. You know, and that's that's the thing that is irritating. I mean, like, no one goes there and says this place sucks. Yeah. It's it's almost like a Rorschach for whatever the people want to see. Like, oh, like these guys like grapes. Guess what? There's giant apple-sized grapes. Yeah. Hooray. 
These guys like humans. There's giant humans. <laughs> everything is better inside the earth. There's nothing. You don't have worse. to talk. You think. Yeah, that's better. You don't want to take a biplane. Take this hovering craft. They have the PlayStation Nine down there. Yeah. Everything's better there, and Nicki Minaj doesn't exist. Doesn't there. exist. She's gone. She she's. Unless, unless it is run by reptilians, in, in which case... It's all she, Nicki Minaj all the she's time. She's come to the surface to claim her ownership over the... Earth. Dominion. <laughs> Let's talk Nazis. So Nazis uh, went down there. The Nazi Thule Society, they, they sought an opening in Antarctica. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a ton of info and thought that they were developing and, and probably did you know, send a submarine fleet down there to check this stuff out. 1944 or thereabouts. Who, who knows if they found it or not? I mean... I'll tell you what I like about the Nazi story. Is that, first of all, I am a Nazi. Oh, I see. That's one thing I like Reptilian about it. Reptilian and a Nazi. Now it's all coming together. Yeah, that's right. Uh, no, I'm not a Nazi. But I do... <laughs> I like about the story is that there are references of Hitler establishing a base there. And they there was a few different people in the, in the, um, the German military... Who made reference to this secret base right. shrouded in the ice. Right, the eternal ice. Yeah, and I mean, unless it was fairly inland, that base would be literally ejected into the sea by now. I mean, keep in mind, the entire continent, for the most part, is covered by these glaciers. If it was right. a base that they had carved into the ice, it's gone now. But I, I do like the idea of like this secret German base that was just forgotten history and is just sitting down there because... Hitler thought it would be brilliant to have this base no one knows about there. It's very super villainy, and I personally think that would be awesome if that yeah. was happening. Or they, they did find something and went down there, and then what? Do they stop being evil, horrible Nazis? Are they judged by the, the people who are peace-loving and, and the keepers of the planet? Are they turned away? Are they killed? What happens if, if they do find this thing, you know? That's a really good point because as the story evolves into the 20th century, um, you know, we, we get into, you know, like Rear Admiral Byrd. Right. Who was supposed to have flown, uh, you know, he, he, he received the medal. getting to him. <laughs> he, um, he was a really big deal. He was a hero because he flew over the North Pole. Mm-hmm. Supposedly. Um, supposedly. There is a huge asterisk on that. Yeah. Some people think he never went there. Yeah. Some people think he just flew around he for a while and said, I did it. Made it up to, to get... Money and medals. <laughs> mm-hmm. And some people think that he, he totally did it. And, it. and it's actually very much up for debate now. Sure. Uh, there's a lot of reasons. But some people uh, think that he has a secret diary in which he described a journey into the center of the earth. A couple, he, I, I think. And, but, and yeah. there were these, just as you said, these benevolent overseers who allowed Bird to fly in uh, because they wanted to establish some communication because they were very alarmed. And you'll hear this in a lot of uh, sort of new age occultist sort of things, this concern about the advent of nuclear energy and, and the atomic bomb. Yeah. And that's, that's you, you, you'll see that a lot in ufology. Um, you'll see that a lot in people who do astral projection, you know, the spirit guides, things like that. They are constantly, they were pretty happy to leave us alone until we dropped nuclear bombs somewhere. Yeah, and then they're like, okay, you, you guys are going to kill yourselves and take us with you, so. Exactly. So that was sort of their, and, and so, yeah, and so seen in that light, you know, what, what do they do when the Nazis show up? You know, they, they had skulls on their hats. They had to know they were the bad guys. But then again, this would be the Aryan race that they were fighting for? 
or oh, the see, idea. No, no, of now you just before. now you stepped in it because who said they were white, dude? Oh, I, I you did. Yep, that's true. Rorschach. I it's think, whatever you want to find. I, I think Bird said that they were. Oh, damn they it! Were tall and blonde. Damn it! <laughs> I saw. I thought I had you pegged. Damn it! But Admiral Bird. Yeah, it, it's funny because. We were reading some of his uh, supposed diary right. about this, and the thing I love about it is that, the according to Bird, they were like, "Oh, you're such a moral and upstanding citizen, and, yeah. and you've, you're so great and such a hero. We want to, we want you to be, you know, the standard bearer of, of the new peace." Yeah, we need to, you to lead us against the Kodan Armada. You are the greatest human being that has ever. <laughs> you're, you're, you're such high moral standards. Oh, I don't know. That's when I was like, wait a minute. Bro. Yeah. You know, not not them flying into a hole or anything. And the other thing that I couldn't I couldn't track down, and maybe you maybe you could because you're a better researcher than I, David. <laughs> uh, how did this secret diary get out? What is the story of the secret diary? They they don't know. People think it was either stolen or forged, or maybe it was um, taken by the government and, you know, <laughs> locked up, and that maybe he sort of got that information out there piece by piece, you know, orally or something like that, or somebody that knew him got, mm-hmm. got some of that out from what he remembered, or, or, or it, it, it's, that's a thing, it's, it's all just such malarkey, it's so <laughs> muddled that uh, who, nobody knows. And and that's and you know what this is why this is this may be so far my favorite topic that we've gone over because it is such <laughs> a free for all. Yeah, I mean maybe they even more than Alistair Crowley. Yeah, maybe maybe there's maybe there's Robotech down there. Maybe there's giant robots fighting because that's what I'd like it to Transformers be. Transformers or yeah, ex- I mean it can literally be whatever you want, and we never know. But they're watching over us, but not really. And we could cobble together some kind of evidence. And I just said that in quotes, by the way. We could cobble that together to, to support whatever the hell we want to, to to be there, right? And it and it's we could have you do you did you ever see Dino Riders as a kid? Oh yeah, oh yeah, dinosaurs with lasers on them. Right, that's pretty great. That's what's down there. That is awesome. It's got to be. Well, someone's got to be fighting Robotech, and they're fighting. Well, they're not fighting reptilians, but they're fighting that that frog, and and one of them's a snake, I think. Yeah. See, reptilians. The the Naga. So I want to go real quick through through some of the evidence for and again the, the okay. Hollow Earth stuff. So I'm like, for it. Are you? I I'm bet you it. are. You sound like you are. Um, well, let's go through uh, evidence for it. Uh, so we've got the the theory that the the shell or the crust of the Earth is mm-hmm. 800 miles thick, right? And we, as a human species, have only drilled seven and a half uh, miles deep. We're not even close. Not even close. Not even close. How, how do we know? If it were an M&M, we wouldn't even have made it through the candy shell. And, and there's delicious chocolate inside. Maybe Why are we trying? Uh, there's a, 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 a luminous peanut at the center <laughs> lighting their way. So, uh, the, by the way, the Soviets are, the, are who drilled the, the deepest so far. But um, just, you know, in case you want to know. But this 800-mile thick crust... I don't know, 400 miles down is where the center of gravity is then? That's that's what they, they're saying? Yeah, that would be the... Weird. So there are government regulations on caves. Uh, I, have you heard about this? They no. you, you can't go in a cave 
without a federal permit or a federal cave expert accompanying you. And info on caves that aren't that aren't public knowledge is not uh, you cannot obtain that info through the Freedom of Information Act. So that's weird, right? That is weird. I mean, I don't I don't see how that would keep the secret. I mean, do you, I mean, I don't think you know. What about there's countries on this planet that don't have the wherewithal to police that or or bigger problems. I mean. But that that is a weird thing. I mean, I guess you could call it public safety. True. But we also have historically used caves. Right. Uh, we we store nuclear waste in them. We 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 store weapons in them. You know, they we, they we recruit the dead to fight uh, administer. Wait, Mordor. Yep. See, yeah. We you know we keep our mithril in them, and our plus five goblin slaying daggers there. <laughs> Oh, that would be the <laughs> treasure. <to keep>. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, a, a plus five dagger of goblins. Like, all right. Um, <laughs> so, be a pretty great treasure. That's but yeah, me. I mean, it, it's. I see the public safety thing. Uh, I, I see that plenty. It is weird though if if they won't let you have information that that you know by their own laws they they're supposed to give you. Yeah, and how? Why, why is that the exception? Why yeah. is why is caves the thing that lives outside the rule? Because hills down there don't go. It's hell. Yeah, or it's... is it heaven? <laughs> anyway, so that's another fur. Uh, another fur. Seismic evidence. This is this is a fur, and again, seismic evidence. When when there's an earthquake, it makes that there's supposedly information coming out just recently. There's data that says. It looks like the earth is ringing like a bell. Have you heard of, of that? I have. I have. And I'll tell you, um, in, in, a, in a strange coincidence, to bring this back in, when I was at the South Pole Station, which was in 0203, mm-hmm. was when they had a very large earthquake in Alaska. And all of, we have, a, there's a lot of uh, geological research that happens there. And all of our seismographs, I just happened, just over the course of the days, happened to be in the, in the, that, that building went crazy and there was there was a lot of discussion about um how that data travels how how that that pressure wave travels through the earth's crust mm-hmm. and there was a mention of about the fact that it's not it doesn't travel directly through right that kind of gets deflected right right it actually does ride along the edge of the earth is what you're getting much like you would imagine a wave moving across the ocean as opposed to a bullet going through the earth that's that's how that that information travels. It can doesn't. Can you put this in terms of, of pumpkins for me? I've so got I, I got a good one for watermelons, but man, I am not good with pumpkins. I, I, but so that's if a giant turkey. <laughs> that was spherical. All right, at least we're, we've got a Thanksgiving theme, I guess. Yeah. So you you don't buy into the the seismic data supporting hollow earth you you still think it's no no i I mean i don't think it's i I think it's inconclusive for hollow earth but if you were of a mind to to you could take you could take it that way that these things do travel along the exterior of the earth they Mm. don't they don't go straight through i mean if there's a a ton of liquid molten rock and and elements (laughs) you know that are filling the mantle and stuff i i would think that it would be hard to get some shock waves through that, especially the thickness of it from the magnetic north to the magnetic south. Anyway, yeah, and there, anyway. there's. I mean, I mean, without. Oh, you know what? I am a professional geologist. I'll, no, I'm not. But yeah, there's, there's a, a lot of things that would, 
I guess militate for or against. I mean, think about a pressure wave in water. It's the best medium for it to right. travel in. So if there was liquid magma, maybe that would be phenomenal. Magma. Maybe it's the maybe it's the the stratification of the different layers that help those things pass externally through the outer layers. So I, you know, the Earth ringing like a bell. I, I'm, I'm not going to disagree with that. Hmm. Okay. One more fur. Uh, planes are not allowed to fly directly over the poles. That is a lie. Ah, commuter planes can't, but I'm sure government planes are fine. Yeah, I. Is that- yeah, it's well. There's at least I've not been to the North Pole, but I know for the South Pole there is a couple of really good reasons for it. First is temperature. Hydraulic fluid freezes at fifty below zero. Mm-hmm. Um, so anything colder than that, and anything that's operating uh, with hydraulics, will fall out of the sky. Uh, that, that that's a huge issue. And to that end, they actually have special aircraft. They're called twin otters that don't have uh, hydraulics in them. That that work independently to help them with that. Um, and they do a lot of the uh, other flying on the on the the continent, but no, we the the South Pole Station has during the summer season eight flights a day of of because they have this this four and a half month window to get twelve months worth of supplies into the station. Mm-hmm. So it's a fairly busy, fairly busy airstrip, um, and we have the LC one thirties flying in several times a day. There is commercial planes that come and land. They bring tourists for one day, mm-hmm. but they are the smaller twin otter style aircraft. Um, but no, you can you can fly around down there. Now this you're talking about the, Ge- the geographic the South geographic Pole. South Pole and or the ceremonial South right. Pole. Right. I mean, the the those two things are at best sixty seventy feet away from each other. <laughs> I mean, you can see um, one from the other. That's not like they're you not. Can, you can pee on one from the yeah. If you're a good peer, don't um, try to pee outside there. It's going to damage your genitals. Do you uh, do you think? Flying over the magnetic pole would would they they don't is that what they don't allow because it would mess so much with the aircraft and I would imagine it would just cause you a huge number of of instrumentation problems but I mean anywhere you want to go people will get to you know yeah. there's there's a lot of ways around that you just you know there's even uh, Admiral Byrd took physical bearings on the position of the sun because he was having some um some problems on his navigation and that that is independent of hollow earth or not that's in his the official account of his trip as well as the secret diary that there were some navigational problems and so he took old school nautical bearings of the sun yeah and used that to to fix his heading so uh no it, it is not illegal i mean there are scientific organizations that do it i don't think that it is um there's no reason for commercial flights to go over there aside from direct tourism it's not like it's the fastest way to get anywhere and there is um because of the cooling effect there's always a lot of atmospheric disturbances i mean the 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 wind is always the air is in constant motion there it's at the top and bottom of this this global convection current yeah it's where the air cools and drops, moves down to the ice sheet, and then moves out to the sea from there, forming those catabatic winds. So, I mean, it's it's difficult. Even under the best of circumstances, the, they, the pilots are, are hard put upon to land safely at the South Pole. Yeah, interesting. Um, but it's it's certainly not illegal or foreboding to, to fly there. All right. So, again, it, the Earth is, is, like we said, made of, of layers of molten rock and uh, that, that's in a mantle, and then there's a, a, a core to it. Yeah, nickel. 
that's that's what is conventionally taught and and known although is there a way to prove this there's not a way to really prove that right i think it's a, it's it's inferred data yeah i mean we see how other things in the solar system uh, uh operate and we uh, we theorize on the density of the Earth, given, you know, you can determine, you know, how much gravity we're experiencing at any given point, you know, and you can you can infer that pretty easily. You can take uh, a mass reading at sea level. You can go to the top of a mountain and take another very, two very accurate mass readings. Those will give you two points of data on a chart. And from there, you can determine the approximate density of the center of the Earth from where you're standing, because you're going to see that difference in, in your attract, in your, in your mass. Hmm. Um, as you get further from that that center, now how they determine the exact diameter of the center, I think it's been described as a, as a, a nickel iron yeah. core, yeah, and that the uh, the heat is is just leftover. It's it's residual from the formation of the planet. There are tidal forces that create uh, frictional heat uh, from the initial formation there, from the spinning of it. And so you know when we see we see constant evidence of that. I mean volcanism. Where's the lava? Does that is that in the middle of the eight hundred? Is that like the the gooey center I mean, of the candy of shell? Apparently for it. Right, and what what's heating that? What's where's where is that energy coming from? The Marianas Trench, the deep thermal vents at the bottom of the ocean. Um, again, they're nothing on eight hundred miles deep. They're not even close to right. that. But but there's a lot of heat there, and what's generating that? Because at the end of the day, the, unless there's one magnificent wizard at the center of all of it, it does have to make sense. It it does have to obey thermodynamics. It has to obey some basic physical laws. Now. Let's open the possibility that maybe we don't understand physical law properly. I, I mean, that's a that's a pretty big door to walk through, too, right? Because there's a lot I don't of stuff wanna, we don't yeah, understand. Yeah, let's let's not burn the library down just so that we can have a hollow earth. But um, which probably has happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I you know there's a, there's just just from a, a heat question of energy deposition, like how would that how would that model work? Yeah. Where is that heat generated, and where is it going? And you, and you touched on kind of my second point of, of the evidence again, which was uh, the gravity and how we have observed that massive objects clump together mm-hmm. when they're formed, and that hollowness it's it's not good for for energy when, when it, things start spinning and things like that, and you 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 get all that thing, uh, you get all, everything built up with with that force, and to be hollow a thing this size couldn't support itself it would collapse in on itself basically the force is too great and it would just pull itself kind of it would <laughs> crush in on itself yeah. with that with that vacuum and and again you know and how would you have that void i mean if the interior portion of the earth and the exterior were differentially rotating uh with different speeds maybe the interior breaks loose and through its spinning and churning it it separates but then how do you get that, that, that layer, that open space between where there's the giants and giant grapes and dinosaurs, <laughs> you know, and, and that's such a, that's such a complex and, and complex things evolve all the time. And there is no shortage of mysteries in, in, you know, things like, uh, the exact power source of a quasar, you know, people don't, it's not well understood. There's a lot of things that happen astronomically that are not well, well understood. And dark matter, dark energy for, right. You know, there, there's plenty well. of, of top shelf, genuine scientific mystery out there. <laughs> the, the things that would have to be in place for a, a system that complex to be created and be stable. They're a little out of uh, what science could probably explain at this point, right? Right. Wouldn't I mean? Uh, I mean, the Earth is still subject to tidal forces from other planets. No, oh, yeah. 
And so, well, if we didn't have that tidal force from the moon, we would we would be screwed. Exactly. And how does that not pull? You know, imagine a, a concussion in your head. Your head moves. Your brain through uh, your your brain through inertia stays still, and it Ugh. pops the side of your head. When the Earth is pulled by by another planet or something, it, it moves by. Is there no when? Is the pee inside of this thing going to rattle around? I guess is what I'm getting. That's at. a that's a great point. And that, I mean. All this is boiling down to gravity, I, I feel like, to just to put it in, in you know, one kind of uh, all-encompassing, no, this isn't right theory. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's like gravity is, is the biggest kind of like, how do you explain this in here? And, and now that I'm looking at the this evidence uh, against it, it's like three or four out of the, the four or five that I've got here are gravity-related. Because also you've got the mass of the Earth, which... Mm-hmm. It equals gravity. That's how you get your gravity, you know, pulling how it how it is. That's why Mars, you know, the gravity is is less, the moon, mm-hmm. and all that junk. The hollow Earth wouldn't be the gravity wouldn't be as much out here if if the Earth were hollow. It, I mean, but then again, as we said, that's our theory. That's what we have come to understand or, or theorize. And gravity still is not. Yeah. There's a there's a Newtonian law, but. You could you could have anything as the core of the Earth that then supports what the gravity is at this point. Yeah, you know, you know nickel iron core is because we are very accustomed to seeing nickel and iron, and it and it works. You know, maybe it is something more dense. It, it you know, there's a, a maybe it's a little tiny black hole. I don't know. Yeah. Um. You know, there's there's a hundred things that could that could explain for or against that. Yeah. But you know, and then here's another question: the the outer crust of the Earth has to be differentially. Thick. It's not uniform. You've got the Himalayas in some areas. You got the Marianas Trench in another. Would the would the inner core not be attracted to those thicker areas, or would that be some variant, some wobble generated by that? Because mm. it's not a perfectly uniform. Or is it is eight hundred miles enough that it's just it's all good enough? It's all yeah. semi stable. Yeah. Once you get to about three hundred miles, it's, <laughs> it's like all right, we don't care. It's right. you know this do is, what this you is will. stable. Do what they will. I think I've seen or heard somebody say that the inner sun is what helps keep everything in balance. There's some kind of interplay with the the gravitational force, and and, and and that's and you know I guess I think that's the final nail in it right there. Like if you've got this this stable, non heat producing or at least gentle heat, this perfect green light bulb in the center of the Earth, what the hell is that? What is that? What is that doing? And whatever your explanation is for that. Just keep riding that because that explains everything else. <laughs> you know, like if, if you're down with a mystical floating, perp, you know, 72 degree orb, then you're good. Everything's working out just fine for you and enjoy your, your peach size grapes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you have well, to believe. Man. Maybe that's the key. Everything's genetically modified down there. Maybe it's it's all like uh, may, maybe Monsanto owns it all. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say that the whole thing is run by My Little Pony. Well, it could be too. Uh, with all the the junk that's out there about this, both cool and obviously junk, I have seen things that have said, well. Other planets are all hollow, and the sun is hollow, and people live inside it too. I've, I that's it's it's out there. It's it's not not beyond what people have thought of for this. Which is awesome in, in that the sun is a ball of gas. Like you you don't there's you, you don't hit anything in the yeah. sun. You you just melt. Like there's not a there's not a, it can't be hollow because there's there's no there's no outer. <laughs> 
Well, in this inner earth, which, as we've mentioned before, it's called Agartha, there are a number of cities that, that mm-hmm. have been thrown out there, uh, apparently, that exist. I'll go down through the through the list really quick. We've, we've Places you can visit when you take your boat ride to the middle of the earth. And when you don't know you're going over the crest mm-hmm. and then you're there. Or um, if you just happen to be flying with a particularly morally upstanding person. <laughs> Uh, please visit the lovely capital of Agartha, uh, Shambhala, which we have mm-hmm. we've mentioned. You can also go to Shangri-La. What? Ever heard of it? There are also the lovely cities of Telos, Mykos, Katharia, Petiti, and Mount Shasta. Try climbing it. Wait, another Mount Shasta? <laughs> Isn't there already a Mount Shasta? The, we have one of those. This is a weird thing. Apparently, gosh... This is where this stuff gets so muddled. Either there's a Mount Shasta above and below, or you can just get to it through our Mount Shasta. I don't know. I, I can't I can't chop the weeds enough to, to read what the Incan mystery Oh my gosh, says. it's what if it's the underside of our Mount Shasta? It's like Doppelganger. It's like an Iceganger? It's I, like Bizarro Shasta. You just said Doppelganger and I was gonna say iceberg and said ice ganger. I like I mean. ice ganger. <laughs> No, I was saying, what, what if it's like an iceberg? What if over there, it's like uh, Pyramid of Giza? Right, it, and maybe everything on the inside, I don't know. Maybe there's like a, I don't even know what I'm thinking anymore. But there is so many crazy, like, uh, places. That, I mean, even there are uh, Christian places. The Garden of Eden, you can visit there. If, you, if you're these... into that, you can, um, you can find the lost tribes of uh, Israel. Jeez. Oh, that's a that's another thing I was going to mention. Uh, there, there's the something that I found that said maybe Cain was was banished to the to the Hollow Earth when after he killed Abel, and the some of the races that that are down there were were populated by his his line, and that he was maybe a giant, and ugh, it just it 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 sticks its dick in so many buckets, man. <laughs> so many buckets. <laughs> I mean, and, and I, that's what I... Uh, it, it's just that it gets co-opted so easily for everyone's agendas. And you get into, you know, the the, the secret shadow government, the, the... Well, that's they're the only ones whose agenda it doesn't co-opt into. Because apparently mm-hmm. the, inner, the inner Earth is trying to fight against the New World Order and the Illuminati. And that the New World Order wants to keep it a secret so that people don't wise up and be like, Hey, you guys are being assholes to us. These guys really know how to live. This is how we should be living. So overthrow the corporations and let's go down there and get our non-genetically modified Monsanto. Well, I mean, if I go to the middle, uh, to, I almost said Middle Earth. If I go to the Hollow Earth. You go to Mordor. I mean, how do you, how do you pick a city? I mean. Do them all. Why not? Who cares? You'll, they, you'll probably be there a year. Yeah, that's right. That seems to be the standard. <laughs> yeah, you go there, you kick it for a while. What about uh, sports teams? Do the um, I don't know. Is there competition? Do the is Shambhala there... Razorbacks ever play the the, Shang- <laughs> the Shangri-La Blue Devils? <laughs> Does that ever happen? Is there is there a, a Olympics? Oh yeah! Oh, we're already into the puns. That was a really good one. That one's Olympics. a freebie. That was a good one. Olympics. Oh man! Well, I'm ready for the puns. I yeah, that's a pretty good time to start. Let's start that up. <laughs>
Jeez, I, I don't know. I feel, I'm feeling frustrated after this more than it is. <laughs> like, dig into this this hole and just watch the dirt fall around you. Yeah, it doesn't... That's that's why I like talking about it, but I think this is also one of the most fantastically bullshit things. <laughs> because it's just... it's it, Every person's account, everything, it's just always whatever they want it to be. Yeah. It's, it's like a, a tale told by a four-year-old. I wouldn't, you, you gotta think, uh, is there somebody out there, some sadistic fool, you know, Nazis maybe, who in the day thought, well, let's find the, the inner earth because it's where they kill everybody and, and it's nothing but anarchy and yeah. martial law and there's guns everywhere. <laughs> it's our guns than what we've got. <laughs> the bullets fly faster and farther. It's like Big Rock Candy Mountain. <laughs> That's the entrance. Oh my gosh! It's a that was a folk tale about a hobo who climbed into a boxcar and when he came out, he was in the hollow earth. Big Rock Candy Mountain is the is the the mountain that you see before you go. Yeah, and it turns into a river. And they hung the jerk who invented work. <laughs> the Big Rock Candy Mountain. Oh man, I'm trying to think of more lines from that, and all I can think of is socks, and I don't know. <laughs> oh, uh, the the all the bars have rubber bars. <laughs> oh, all the all the all cops the have all the cops have wooden legs, <laughs> wooden legs, and, and the, the, uh, the hens lay, lay soft boiled eggs. <laughs> and they hung the jerk who invented work in the big rock candy mountain. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, and there's brother, a river of stew, you? and you can paddle all around it in a big canoe. <laughs> <laughs> What's the sock line? I can't think of the sock line. You probably don't have to wear them. I don't know. <laughs> oh, See, geez. the Hollow Earth is whatever you want it to be. You like sandals? It's Sandal Town. <laughs> all right. So puns. Um, puns. So there's this br- new Broadway musical down there called uh, Hollow Dolly. Oh, God. That is atrocious. <laughs> um, do you think that uh, that the my um, Hollow Earth doo-wop group, Shambhala-la-la, <laughs> would have a chance to be in that? Yeah. I don't know. They'd have to audition. <laughs> Actually, they're just handed the part because there's no competition. Right. That's what I'm saying. That, that's, my, that's my Agartha. Uh, there's also, you can visit, make sure when you're in uh, Shangri-La or Telos, uh-huh. make sure you visit the, the magic shop called Shazambala. Nice. Um, if you're out shopping, uh, please stop by the Agartha Brothers stash boxes. Nobody knows it's hollow. <laughs> you can hide your weed from the world government and from everyone. <laughs> Uh, it can be any drug you choose. Exactly. You know, put mashed potatoes in there, yep. and then you can smoke them, and it's like the best. <laughs> but you don't even have to smoke them, because just because you possess them, that makes them make you high. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, that'll, that'll work. And the big rock kind of <laughs> Where everything's described as pumpkins. <laughs> That's uh. my Agartha. Um... <laughs> great hollow earth debate and if you the listener have anything to add i am begging you to tell us because um part of uh what i tell myself about my my shoddy uh research is that that way you can point out when we're just horribly wrong yeah if if our if our um gourd and fruit based and uh descriptions of uh of the hollow earth didn't 
didn't jive with your version of reality, let us know. Yeah. Tell us, tell us how dumb we are. Why not? Because we we're we're not showing it enough. Yeah. Um, we didn't even touch on on half the crap that's out there, like Colonel Billy Fay Woodard, who is oh. apparently from the the Hollow Earth. I mean, there's so much still. You can you can just you can you can dive into the pool and do they have names breathe. like Billy Fay Woodard in the Hollow Earth? Because he's adopted. Oh, okay, all right, not his fault. You're right. The Hollow Earth is exhausting. It is like trying to argue with a four year old or a Republican. Oh, Ow. he did it. <laughs> and travel all around it in a big canoe with a big candy box. I, will you please look up the lyrics so we find out what the sock line is? Yeah, there's also a thing about the dogs have rubber teeth. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Maybe it's not the prisons have rubber bars. What kind of sense does that make? Yeah, why would you even go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, there's some some things that... Let's see, here we go. Uh, yeah, jungle fires were burning. Cigarette trees... There, there, there's cancer in, in Big Rock Candy Mountain. Jeez Louise. Yeah, all the bulldogs have rubber teeth and the hens lay soft-boiled eggs. Cops have wooden legs. I am so good at this. I've, I've already been there. Find the socks. You never change your socks. That's it. That's it. You never change your socks. And the little streams of alcohol come trickling down the rocks. <laughs> there's a lake of stew and of whiskey, too. <laughs> I hope they don't mix. <laughs> We are rambling. Well, it's, it's hardcore, but okay. this, this really is the, the inner earth, I think. Yeah, this is this is the hollow earth, but here, things that I'd like to point out. There is a lake of stew. The bulldogs have rubber teeth. There's a cigarette tree. But you know what your big trick is there? You don't have to change your socks. <laughs> that's, that's the what, thing. That's what sticks with you, apparently. <laughs> that's the thing that you are most into. <laughs> I hate changing them socks. <laughs> wow. Uh... Check out the lyrics to, to Big Rock Candy Mountain and, and dare I dare you to not think that this is the hollow earth. Yeah. And this it, is Shambhala, folks. I know this is our fourth episode, but is this the episode that broke us? Because, <laughs> man, I just feel like like my brain's just... It's just like... It's like it's like the teeth of a dog in hollow earth. It's rubber. It's, it's, and it's, it's true. And the funny thing is, it's all downhill from here. Right. Until you go over that crest, and then it's uphill again. Right. <laughs> Whew. Um, this has been the fourth episode of Blurry yeah. Photos. Wow. The blurriest. Thanks. Well, you know what? This is the fifth episode, because I'm going to split this, this stupid thing into two. Because people are going to get halfway through and go like, What does it end? <laughs> This is this is the fourth episode, part B, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and thank you if you have survived it. Yeah, you send us an email and we'll reply to, we'll reply to it with like a big certificate, like I made it through. <laughs> You're making promises that yeah. like, it's going to cost money to, to keep. No, no, no. We just email them a certificate. I'll make the certificate in MS Paint and it'll be great. And right. they'll be really proud of themselves. But here's the thing. The only way we'll know that you listened to the whole thing is that the, um, the, the password is... Um, Big Rock Candy. <laughs> no, who who wrote it? Harry McClintock. Yeah, the password is is McClintock. McClintock is the password. And then and you get your certificate, your MS Paint 
I listen to the both parts certificate. So visit us at blurryphotos.org. Yes, there's please a, do. There's a little form on there under the contact page where you, you can you can send us all kinds of, of stuff in in the a, a nice little handy email form. Yeah, like, just tell us whatever you want. Um, if you if if there are things that you would like to see done differently, yeah, tell that's, us. That's that's true. We're a little ahead of the curve on recording, so it might take yeah. take a, a couple of shows to to get that implemented. But uh, we'll, we'll yeah, get we're there. very proactive, so you know it, you can't stop the river, but you might be able to guide it. You might be able to to take it in, into dinosaurs and huge grape land. Oh my god, we're still doing it. We're still doing it. We can't get away from it. Signing off now for blurry photos. Yeah, I think I'm still David Flora. At least. 76% of me will be Dave Stecco for the remain for the for the next couple hours. We'll see what happens with, with the next episode. Uh, bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. I'll see you all this coming fall in the big rock candy mountain. 